1: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, John June, and of course, I've got my guy, my co-host, Greg Penniman. Greg, what is good, man?
0: What's going on, people? Oh, man, week three is upon us. Some excellent excellent matchups coming. Um, uh, they both put them in the right slots. We got uh every play that we could get for, the, for these big games coming up. Uh, I'm so excited! It's, it's good. Uh, let's let's do this.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And everyone, week three, we're here. Welcome into the show. Hopefully, you enjoyed Thursday night football. If you haven't seen it yet, then make sure you go and listen to the breakdown that we did. Um, also. You know, make sure you go back and listen to part one, make sure you go back and listen in the Thursday Night Breakdown, our Streams of the Week was also there, but today it's part two of the game previews, also starts of the week, or what we call money time over here. Also, today we play some Get Money, uh, a head-to-head FanDuel contest between Greg and myself. It's a podcast about money, I see. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, about money, get money, win some money, absolutely, all of it, um, but before we do any of that, let's discuss Thursday night football. Um, looked promising at the half, like we were gonna hit that over, but the Dolphins end up covering and winning, uh, beating the Jacksonville Jaguars in a thirty-one to thirteen victory. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick was absolutely on fire in this one, uh, three touchdowns th- or two touchdowns through the air. Uh, one on the ground, um, you know, on the on the Jacksonville Jag side, James Robinson was the fantasy star in this one, uh, getting you two touchdowns on the ground. Also added six catches uh, on six targets and 83 yards through the air. Um, you know, DJ Shark, of you know, ended up being out in this one. Uh, so, you know, Gardner Minshew, uh, my stream of the week. Uh, he face-planted in this one oh, on man. Thursday Night Football. Uh, he he sorely seemed to have missed DJ Shark. Uh, Greg, what were your main takeaways from this game on Thursday Night Football?
0: Uh, this game, I'm going to go with, the, you know, we talked about it coming in. I, I said this game was about the running backs, and it sure showed up toward and be about the running backs. Uh, Miles Gaskin, 22 carries for 66 yards also had five targets and got all five of those receptions for 29 yards. The only thing I was missing was a touchdown to make this a RB one day. Uh, he was still involved in the red zone though, so he. This man is a high end RB two going forward with that high with that RB one upside if he gets those touchdowns. He led the team in carries, targets, and receptions. And another guy on the other side of the field, James Robinson. Also led the team in carries, targets, receptions. This man's a low in RB1, I think, going forward. He's game script independent. Uh, he, he got the six receptions for 83 yards, got two touchdowns. Uh, this yeah, Both these guys are guys, you know, they were going undrafted or at the end of drafts and are you know going to be great running backs, fantasy running backs going forward. But for both these teams, they you like to run it through them. Uh, so that was my main takeaway from those running backs. So I was happy to see that. You talk about it, Fitzpatrick was uh, excellent in this game. That's two straight, straight weeks for him where he played a pretty good game, had a passing touchdown and a rushing touchdown. Uh, Devontae Parker, you know, he put up a solid flex day. Um, Preston Williams got that touchdown, though. Ooh, got three for three. Let's go. Oh, man. Yeah, Thursday night calls, you know. Uh, this is That was dope for him. Um, him and Mike Isecki, though, only combined for five targets between those two. Uh, expect better volume from them, especially in more competitive games. The Dolphins didn't really need to throw the ball, especially in that second half. Uh, Fitzpatrick only put up 20 attempts. So um, it, blame Garner Minshew basically for why they, these guys didn't do more.
1: Yeah, no, I'm blaming this entire game on Gardner Minshew. I mean, you look at, uh, you know, like you said, the lack of volume for guys like Preston Williams, Mike Gusecki, even uh, my, my bold prediction of the week, you know, uh my DFS dart throw in this one, Isaiah Ford doesn't come through on only two targets. Um, you know, Fitzpatrick only had to throw the ball twenty times in this one, completed eighteen of those passes. Mm-hmm. So he was he was on one for sure. Um but like you said, lack of competitiveness in this one uh didn't force the the Dolphins into, you know, really trying to air this one out. Uh, you talked about Miles Gaskin, who you know what I, I I purposefully did not talk about him because I wanted you to speak about him. And <laughs> he, you know, his stat line against you in the league of extraordinary people. Yeah, no touchdown, um, though, that's all. <laughs> no touchdown. You know what? It is what it is. I mean, we we kind of talked about it on air. I think we were while we were recording part one or maybe might have been after you know miles gaskin is never going to score a touchdown from like the six yard line <laughs> you know it's either he, he either has to be at the one yard line or he's got to score from like a big play 10 10 yards out or something like yeah, that. yeah. he's never he, he's never going to score it from like the five the five or six yard line um you know so jordan howard he he's coming in to vulture those plays but the best part about Miles Gaskin was 75% of the snaps so again that's that numbers continuing to trend up and he started this game yep. so um you know what you know hopefully uh you know this is where we're at in week 3 where we got to pick up and start a guy and count on a guy like Miles Gaskin. um but you know what he's going to get us through some of these weeks absolutely uh at, you know so, and he's somebody that you could potentially you know down the line a week two from now package with another guy uh in your starting lineup or on your bench and and turn and upgrade upgrade your flex spot or something like that so uh keep an eye on stuff like that going forward um anything else on this game greg uh
0: no this is a pretty you know not too many complex things happen uh yeah it was dolphins dominated so they they look good they look the offense looked good again last week against the bills too a good defense so uh, Dolphins offense looking better, uh, you know, week to week.
1: Yeah, definitely looking better. Ryan Fitzpatrick looking comfortable in that Gailey offense. Um, and yeah, man, James Robinson, I, 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 didn't say it, but he looked, he looked really good, man. He, you know, yeah, just man. in terms of running the ball, his contact balance, um, you know, his ability to make people miss in the open field. He, he looked good. So, uh, kudos to all you out there that listened to Greg and picked that guy up, man. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, man. Let's just jump in the, into the uh, the breakdowns, man. Uh, part two, we're, we're going to cover uh, Panthers, Chargers, Jets, Colts, Cowboys, Seahawks, Lions, Cardinals, Buccaneers, Broncos, Packers, Saints, and Chiefs, Ravens. Uh, if you did not hear that game, that means we covered it in part one. So you can go back and listen to that. But first game on the docket, we've got the... 0-2 oh, Carolina Panthers traveling to Los Angeles to take on the 1-1 one one Los Angeles Chargers. This is a 4 5 p.m. kickoff. Uh, the Chargers are six-and-a-half point favorites. This game has a total of 43-and-a-half in terms of injuries. Uh, the Panthers are obviously going to be without Christian McCaffrey, uh, star running back, as he was placed on IR. He'll be available, unavailable for at least the next three weeks. Uh, starting guard Dennis Daly he he's he'll be out this game uh, as he was the last two games and then uh, defensive tackle Quan Short he's questionable with a foot injury uh, the Chargers will obviously be without Tyrod Taylor who's dealing with a punctured lung uh, the Chargers are you know definitely dealing with a bunch of injuries themselves uh, on both sides of the ball but the biggest injuries uh, for this game outside of uh, outside of Tyrod Taylor are edge rusher Melvin Ingram. Uh, who is uh, doubtful, along with linebacker linebackers uh, Nick Vigil and Asmer, Asmer Blair, uh, who are both not expected to play. Greg, how do you see this matchup breaking down?
0: Uh, this game, I have the under. I'm taking the Carolina Panthers to cover, but I'm, I'm going to take the Chargers to win. Uh, for the Panthers, uh, DJ Moore, this man's fourth in targets among all wide receivers, uh, he's gonna get continue to get fed heavy without, especially without Christian McCaffrey. Uh, so you have to start him up off a great week last week. He's going, you know, a tough matchup for him. Uh, Robbie Anderson and Mike Williams in, uh, against his Chargers secondary. But I think D.J. Moore is a lock it in wide receiver one. Um, Mike Davis, I think he's gonna finish his low end R.B. two, uh, definitely in P.P.R. leagues. Chargers, you know, giving up the most yards before contact to the running back. Uh, I think you should expect, you know, close to fifteen touches for this guy. Uh, got the eight receptions filling in for CMC last week. Twenty-five to thirty touches just opened up. So he's, you know, has got a. He's not game descript script dependent. So I think he should be involved. Uh, Curtis Samuel, another guy that might get some, some most, some of that, some of those carries as well. Um, Kind Of, like, a little Visca intrigue. Uh, he could be, a, I think, a popular waiver wire add after this week. Um, as far as his usage, I probably won't go ahead and start him, but I think you know his usage is going to be uh, very intriguing going forward. Um, Ryan Robbie Anderson, I think he gets a bump a little bit, especially without Christian McCaffrey as well. Uh, he's a high upside flex again, going against that tough secondary, but you know, he's getting the target volume and he, he's a high receiver, like you talked about before. On the charger side, love this matchup for Justin Herbert. He's my stream of the week. The Chargers skilled players also, I love this matchup for. The, the Panthers defense, they struggle on all three levels. Uh, expect the top two, I mean, top 20 performance from both Eckler and Joshua Kelly. Both of these guys had at least 20 touches last week. It's a true 50-50 split between these two guys. Uh, going to get up against a bottom five rush fantasy defense. They gave up 121 yards. 9.5 receptions and three touchdowns a week to the running back position. This is this is a smash spot for both of them through the first two weeks. I like it. Uh, and Keenan Allen, uh, I think you should expect a big week from him, uh, especially with Justin Herbert. Again, gives life to this offense, and he should be involved more and, and get more targets.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the under here. I'm going to take Carolina to cover this, this uh, spread. I'm going to take the Chargers to win this game. This is definitely a good warm-up for Herbert in his second start. Uh, Carolina is one of the worst defenses in the NFL. Yep. Uh, you know, this is still a rookie quarterback in his second in a second start, so I'm, I'm not clamoring to attach myself uh, to this entire offense, uh, you know, pretty much outside of the run game. We know what the Chargers want to do. They, they run the ball 62% of the time in neutral game script. Uh, And, you know, they're now matched up against possibly the worst run defense in the NFL. Uh, So I'm starting Eckler. I'm starting Joshua Kelly. Um, You know, I've seen a lot of questions about whether you should be starting Joshua Kelly this week or not. Uh, You know, people asking on Twitter and stuff. And you should absolutely be starting Joshua Kelly. Yes, sir. No, without Uh, a doubt. (laughs) Without a doubt. This guy had 26 opportunities last week. uh, And now he's playing in a smash spot against Carolina. So uh, definitely like that. Um, You know, Keenan Allen, I think you could start him. Uh, Mike Williams would be looking for a big play. But like I said, again, I mean, this team is probably going to want to be running the ball, Mm -hmm. uh, trying to, uh, you know, encapsulate their rookie quarterback and protect him from making any mistakes. Um, And then on the Panthers side, uh, DJ Moore, you know, like like you said, he's, you know, target king over there. Uh, He's actually running... Uh, deeper routes this year than he was last year uh not the the safe uh low a dot that we that we've known him to be so that's definitely uh promising in terms of his upside going forward uh Robbie Anderson like we said he's 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 on he's on fire right now you're going to start him you have to you you've um you know he's he's a viable flex play for you uh going forward uh and then Mike Davis like like you know you and I were kind of talking about uh, I'm, I'm curious to see how this split goes with Curtis Samuel, uh, when I was watching this game, um, Mike Davis, you know, even after Christian McCaffrey went out, he didn't get a carry, uh, and most of his eight receptions, those came on that last drive. So, um, you know, if you pick them up off waivers, uh, you know, you spent significant fab to get him, you, you, you know, maybe you were, you, uh, had Christian McCaffrey, uh, and so, you, you know, you're obviously going to start him. Uh, you know, one of my leagues, uh, you know, one of one of my other leagues, I, I actually did spend fab to get him. I did not start him. I'm just kind of in wait and see mode, kind of seeing how this backfield breaks down. Um, but Curtis Samuel, like you said, could be intriguing, could have this, you know, dual threat usage in terms of uh, rushing, receiving, did see five carries last week. Uh, did see some of those come from a traditional uh running back position. So curious to see how his usage uh go you know pans out going forward. He's somebody I'm not like you said, I'm not starting him in this game. Um but I'm in I'm stashing him yeah. and seeing what happens. Um you know, seeing if he gets any significant usage out of this. Yeah, maybe um, if you have
0: a bench spot, you can add him before the game, um
1: and mm-hmm. see what he does. Mm hmm. Um and then any anything else on this game, Greg, uh, Hunter Henry, obviously you're starting oh, yes, at him. There's no question there. Yeah. Uh Ian Thomas is, you know, throw him out the throw him out the door. Oh yeah, That, snip, that, snip. that guy's that yeah. guy's gotta go. He's a snip snip. Yep. Um all right. Next matchup, we've got the 0 and two New York Jets traveling to Indianapolis to take on the one and one Indianapolis Colts. This is a forty three and a half point over under. The Colts are 11-and-a-half point favorites. That is the largest. uh, They are the largest favorites in this uh, week three uh, slate of games. Injuries uh, to watch for this game, Indianapolis, they will be without uh, cornerback Rakia Sin, who's who's out due to illness. Uh, Linebacker Matthew Adams is out with an ankle. And then tight end uh, Jack Doyle, who was able to return to practice later in the week, is questionable with the ankle and knee issues that kept him out of uh, last Sunday's game. And then on the New York Jets side, um, you know, the full mass unit here, the starting center, Connor McGovern, he was a limited participant in practice uh, with a hamstring uh, and is questionable. Right tackle, George Fant, uh, he is out with a concussion. Uh, Jamison, Crow- wide receivers, Jamison Crowder and Brashad Perriman are both out. Jamison Crowder with a hamstring, Brashad Perriman with an ankle. Wide receiver Braxton Berrios, He is questionable with a hamstring injury. Uh, And then, you know, in the secondary, cornerback Quincy Wilson is out with a concussion. And then uh, Ashton Davis, safety, is out with a groin. Uh, I'm taking the under here. I'm taking the Colts to cover this 11.5 point spread and win this game. Uh, The Jet Starters were bad, and, and now the backups are playing. Uh, this this team plays with no life. It doesn't play with any energy. And now they're traveling on the road to a stadium with fans in it. So uh, there's no one from this team that I, I'm looking to play. Uh, Chris Herndon, he was a snip snip uh, last week. Uh, on the Colts side, you are playing basically anyone who is starting <laughs> in this game. Uh, Jonathan Taylor... Uh, Running back, you're starting him. He dominated touches last week. Uh, I expect that to continue in this game. Naheem Hines, uh, you know, this just isn't the game script for him. Uh, You know, obviously, he was the number one waiver pickup, you know, just in week one. You probably spent a significant amount of fab on him. Um, But, you know, don't cut him. He's not somebody I'm looking to cut. Uh, There will be game scripts for him. Uh, This just isn't the one. Uh, So Jonathan Taylor, start him up. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, I know he's been bad, um, you know, but you can still start him, especially in this matchup. I mean, he dropped like a 45-yard touchdown last week. Yeah, yeah, beauty last week, yep. Yeah, so if if he catches that, that completely, you know, changes his day. Uh, You know, Michael Pittman, I think you could start him. You know, again, the matchup is good. Um, His snap percentage went up to, you know, the 90 percentage, 90% last week. Um, so I think you could you could start him, and then Philip Rivers, uh, you could start him, but in a one quarterback league, there's no really no reason to. And then the tight end situation would be intriguing if Jack Doyle were to sit because uh, of your boy Mo Ali Cox. Uh, he is a super freak, um, but you know if Jack, if I hear something that Jack Doyle is inactive or something like that, then maybe I'll look to Mo Alley Cox's way. Uh, but other than that, I'm gonna stay away from that. Um, and then. The Colts defense obviously. It should be one oh, of yeah. the top defense <laughs> uh MVP of the game here. So um well, actually the real MVP is Adam Gase, but
0: Oh true, you know. true, true. Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Greg, what do you got in this matchup, man?
0: Uh yeah, I have the over in this game. I'm taking the Colts to cover. I'm also taking the Colts to win. Uh I'm pretty much with you on the on the Colts side. Start everyone, JT. T.Y. Hilton uh, in a bounce-back spot. Michael Pittman Jr., also startable uh, without Paris Campbell out for the, pretty much the season. Uh, and, yeah, the, the defensive start of the week is the Colts here. Um, on the on the Jets' side, it's whoever's playing that slot receiver role, maybe. Uh, but <laughs> if Baxon is playing, he's maybe a deep-league fix for me. But that's about it on the Jets' side. Uh, yeah, Naheem Hines, I'm, I agree with you on that. This is not the game script for him at all. Uh, so, yeah, but this game is going to be a little ugly for the Jets again.
1: Yep. All right, moving on. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> we got the one and one Dallas Cowboys traveling to Seattle to take Ooh. on the two and O Seattle Seahawks. This is a 56 and a half over under highest total on the week. Uh, Seahawks are five point favorites in terms of injuries for Dallas a cornerback Shadobe Oruze is out with a hamstring injury. Uh edge rusher DeMarcus Lawrence is questionable with a knee and a personal issue. And then left tackle uh Tyron Smith uh, is questionable with a neck injury which caused him to miss uh last week's last week's game. So obviously we know uh you know Dak Prescott and his his offensive line how important that is to him. But uh, so that's something to watch there Uh, on the Seattle side. uh, Cornerback uh, cornerbacks Nico Thorpe and Quentin Dunbar are both questionable. Uh, Dunbar, you know, according to Pete Carroll, who again he's always optimistic. Most optimistic optimistic coach in the league, (laughs) easily. (laughs) But he's he says Quentin Dunbar uh, should be ready to play Sunday against the Cowboys, and then uh, edge rusher uh, Benson. Mayoa is is questionable with a groin injury, and then uh, offensive tackle Cedric Og- Og- Ogbouye, uh is questionable as well. Uh, Greg, how do you see this matchup breaking down?
0: Oh, man, this is going to be an amazing shootout again. Kind of like how that Dallas-Atlanta game was last week. I got the over. I got the Cowboys covering, but I'm going to take the Seattle to win the game. Uh, I just think the Cowboys, at some, you know, in, in really good close games, other than last week, because Atlanta is just as bad as far as closing games, they'll, they'll, something will happen in the Cowboys, and Seattle will pull it out. Uh, this is the highest scoring game of the week, as it should be. Ah, uh, the QB one and the QB two, or a version of QB one to QB three, are in this matchup. So this is going to be a very high-scoring game. Uh, you're starting everyone on both sides: Russell Wilson, Chris Carson, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. Uh, on the Cowboy side, you got to start Zeke, Amari Cooper. Your boy, you know, a little consistent so far. Week one and two. I'm just saying, uh, Michael uh, yeah, Gallup, no, absolutely, uh, CD Lamb. All three of these guys have a very favorable matchup against an extremely weak secondary in the Seattle Seahawks to give it up to the wide receivers, most in the league uh, as far as fantasy. Uh, I have a special entry for CD Lamb. I think this is a it was a good spot for him last mm. week. But this is this this is the mm. spot for mm-hmm. C D Lamb. Uh, Started week mm-hmm. you know a little bit in a sneak sneak.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm glad to know that actually. Um the Seattle defense like you talked about is it's not as good as we thought it would be. Uh and so with Seattle allowing Russ to cook They're throwing the ball 59% of the time in this game. By the way, I'm taking the over. I'm taking Dallas to cover. I'm taking Seattle to win this game. Um... But right now, Seattle, they're throwing the ball 59% of the time in neutral game script. That is eighth in the league right now. That has to be—I have not checked this. <laughs> I i don't even think I need to check it. But it has to be the highest that they've been in this category in Russ's career. Absolutely. Uh, dallas dallas is throwing the ball 58% of the time in neutral game script. So both these offenses, they like to throw the ball. Um, they can both score quickly. They're both above average Um in-neutral game pass rate, the league average 55%, so uh, that's why I'm taking the over in this one, and with with uh, cornerback Owuze uh, being out for Dallas, uh, he's been the Cowboys' best corner, uh, was projected to match up uh, with DK Metcalf, so that's an upgrade for Metcalf, who's currently the wide receiver 6, uh, 17 half-point PPR points per game uh, in each of his two games so far this year, so obviously he's a must-start, uh, and then Tyler Lockett, he's also a must-start. Has a great matchup as well in the slot. Did you know Tyler Lockett has caught 15 of 16 targets, Greg? 15 of 16. Damn, that's gotta be the
0: best. Yeah, that's Mike Thomas catch rate right there.
1: Oh man, I mean that's that's like 90. That's like 97 (laughs) percent of his receptions. I don't know if Michael Thomas was doing that, but it's pretty good. But Chris Carson, whose snap count. Went up last week uh, after week one, which, you know, made me nervous. So, uh, so, you know, he's good. Uh, Leads this team in touchdown receptions with three. So, uh, like you say, Greg, building off that reception floor, uh, that receiving work floor uh, more and more each year. Uh, And so he's a must start. On the Dallas side, like you talked about, Amari Cooper becoming more consistent, man. I mean, week one, it was garbage time. Week two, they were down by... uh, you know, 20, 21 points at the half. So, uh, you know, week three, he's got the great matchup. So he's going to continue to ball out for you. He's 12th in the league in target share right now. Uh, CD Lamb, like you said, Greg, he's a must start. Um, definitely start of the week potential. It uh, yep. looks like somebody pulled the trigger on that one. <laughs> um, he's, he's got a great matchup here playing in the slot against the Seattle defense. Um, so yeah, I, I like that one, and then Dalton Schultz, he's not a must start, but you can start him. Uh, he's already third on this team in targets following the injury to Blake Jarwin. Uh, Zeke is a must start, and then Michael Gallup, man, he's interesting. He leads this team and averaged at the target at 17.9. Great matchup, he's actually. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good matchup. Uh that 17.9 A. is actually the highest amongst all players with at least 10 targets. Uh he, he's fifth he, he the thing is he's fifth on this team in targets. So you're chasing the big play with him. Um I I wouldn't start him, but this this would be the game though. Yep. Um th- it really would, but uh DFS interesting dart throw there for sure. Um, especially, you know, people want to leverage. I said it last week. If you want to leverage this game, which a lot of people are going to be playing in this game, uh, Michael Gallup may not be, uh, you know, uh, rostered. He may not have high roster ship in DFS. Um, And then, you know, obviously you're you're playing both quarterbacks. That's without a doubt. Like you said, (laughs) top three potential in this game between these two guys. Let Russ cook, man. Let Russ cook. He's cooking, man. He's cooking what you want. <laughs> um all right, so next game up we have the O-2 Detroit Lions traveling to Arizona to take on the 2-0 Arizona Cardinals. This is a 55 and a half point over-under. The Cardinals are five and a half point favorites in terms of injuries. Center for the for Arizona Cardinals. Mason Cole is out. Uh, Christian Kirk, wide receiver, is out with a groin injury. Uh, cornerback, Drake Kirkpatrick, is questionable with a neck. And then defensive end, Jordan Phillips, is also questionable with an ankle. Uh, for Detroit, uh, right tackle, Big V is questionable with a foot. Uh, tight end, Hunter Bryant, is out with a hamstring. Uh, safety, C.J. Moore, is questionable with a calf and was, uh, was a DNP at practice on Friday. And then cornerback Desmond Trufant is doubtful with a hamstring. And then big news, Kenny Galladay is questionable with a hamstring. Expected to make his 2020 debut. Uh, So that's huge news for Detroit Lions. Huge news uh, for fantasy managers out there that drafted Kenny Galladay in the second or third round. Um, In terms of how I see this game breaking down, I'm taking the over here. Uh, I went back and forth about this. I think Kenny Galladay gives them a boost I'm taking Detroit to cover. I'm taking Arizona to win this game, though. Uh, Last year, these teams played uh, uh, played this game to a tie uh, in Week 1. This Arizona pass defense is actually a bit better than it was last year around this time. But uh, I'm sure Stafford is happy to get his guy, Kenny G, back. uh, And that should be a boost to this Detroit pass offense. I think both of these run games are in good spots. Uh, the Cardinals are actually running the ball fifty-one percent of the time in neutral game script. Uh, I love Kenyon Drake this week. Uh, we always talk about Carolina as a bad run defense, but Detroit is trying really, really hard to give them a run for their money. Um, I mean, honestly, this Detroit defense is just is just bad. So Kyler Murray, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, both in smash spots here as well uh, for Detroit. Uh, you can play Stafford. I'm willing to play Kenny G as well. You know, he he took time off. This isn't a situation, it seems like, where they're rushing him back into this, so I'm comfortable playing him. Uh, Marvin Jones also makes a ton of sense as well in a game with a high total, and now you've got Kenny G pulling coverage as well. Uh, And then TJ Hawkinson against Arizona, I think that still makes a ton of sense. Obviously, we know uh, Galladay coming back is going to affect his target share somehow. Uh, I mean, Hawkinson wasn't getting a ton of targets anyway, uh, but this matchup against Arizona uh has proven to be fruitful no matter what so um gotta like gotta like Hawkinson in this matchup anyway so um and then in terms of the backfield I'm not really looking at to play anybody but if I had to it would be swift especially in a game Mm -hmm. like this with a high total I had five targets last week I think he had five the week before that if I'm not mistaken as well so he's somebody you can play
0: yeah, uh, I have the over in this game. I have the Cardinals covering, uh, and I have the Cardinals winning. Uh, definitely a well-improved Cardinals team that, um, you know, people projected to be kind of last in this division. Um, but yeah, they're they're playing, they're putting pretty well. Um, the on the line side, Kenny G, he's on track to play. Uh, I think if he's playing, you have to start him. You drafted him, yeah, like you said, as your wide receiver one. Stafford ha- relies on him as much, you know, as a big part of their success, moving the ball down the field last year. So we uh, you know, shadow coverage with Patrick Peterson, but uh, Peterson's given up uh, a good amount of points to fantasy receivers this year. So I think you know you should play Kenny G with confidence um, again. The only running back I agree with you is DeAndre Swift. I trust him. Had the five receptions for 60 yards last week. Uh, Got five carries as well. Arizona giving up two touchdowns to the running back position already. Um... So, they, you know, they recovered a little well as far as the running back department uh, from last year. But I, I think Swift is a safe flex with some some touchdown upside. So in a high over in the game, yeah, it's a good play for him possibly. Uh, on the Cardinals side, it's, it's pretty simple. It's, it's Colin Murray, it's DeAndre Hopkins, and it's, it's Kenyon Drake. Uh, this offense runs it through those three people. Uh, and I expect them to continue to, you know, dominate, uh, depend, no, not matchup dependent. And they're, they're good guys to go and trust as uh, ones at each of their positions.
1: Totally agree. Yeah. Um. All right. Next up, man. Let's just jump through it, man. Uh. Next up, we got the one in one Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to Denver uh, to take on the zero two Denver Broncos. Uh. It's a forty two and a half point over under. The De- Tampa Bay Bucks are five and a half point favorites in terms of injuries. Drew Locke is out with a shoulder injury. They're not expected to put him, excuse me, on the IR because uh, they, they they believe that it's possible he could return earlier than the three weeks. Cornerback uh, Devontae Harris is out. Running back Phillip Lindsay is doubtful with turf toe. Uh, and then wide receiver uh, Jerry Judy, uh, he is questionable and will be a game-time decision with a rib injury uh, t- for Tampa Bay. The only player that is injured uh, on the injury report at all is Justin Watson, who was out with a shoulder injury. Uh, Greg, how do you see this matchup breaking down?
0: In this game, I have the under. Uh, I have Tampa Bay covering the spread, and I have Tampa Bay winning the game. Uh, Brady high in QB two for me on the Buck side. Uh, Chris Godwin is back, which is great news. You got to start him up as well as Mike Evans. Uh, you, you talk about Justin Watson. <clears throat> Justin Watson. Uh, that that's a big blow because he he had I think he had some injury coming into this game uh, if he was going to play. He yeah, had the easiest cornerback uh, matchup. But uh, I think now Scott Miller has, you know, maybe not Scotty, but Scott Miller maybe has some intrigue, <laughs> but I'm, I'm in a mm-hmm. and see mode, but he, he does mm-hmm. have a favorable matchup. Uh, the running backs, I think you got us. The, both these guys have upside flex potential. Uh, they're, they're probably going to run through them this game. Um, they're going to be up through in this game. So I think you can start both of them. Um, Ronald Jones with touchdown upside as Fournette, both have touchdown upside. Uh, the running backs are averaging 111 yards against uh, <clears throat> the Denver Broncos. Uh, they just haven't been able to get into the end zone. But uh, Fournette and Jones have potential to do that. So I, I would be comfortable starting both of these guys as a flex option. Uh, on the Broncos side, uh, Jeff Driscoll, you know, he can move the ball. He, he's shown that he could do that uh, with Detroit last year. Um, Melvin Gordon, I see him as a high in RB2, especially when no Phillip Lindsay. uh Definitely going to get the volume and the touches. So it's got to start him up. Um Jared Judy's a game-time decision. Uh, if he's starting, I think you have to you know, put him in as a, a safe flex. Uh, but I think KJ Hamler, uh, I'm picking him up in a lot of leagues, like before the game. Uh, he's gaining momentum. He's only 8% rostered. Uh, he may be a guy definitely on the waiver wire uh, pod next week, um, a guy that you could stash because uh, he's got the high snap share, um, playing playing well, uh, and he's going to be in the slot. So. Um, or just around everywhere. And he's a fast guy, very talented guy. So KJ Hamler guy you could pick up maybe before the game that will help you and benefit down the line.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to take the over. I'm taking Tampa Bay to cover. I'm taking Tampa Bay to win. Uh, the Tampa Bay defense is, is pretty good. It's starting to heat up. Um, you know, I, th- I think they do give Jeff Driscoll and the Broncos some trouble. I do agree with you, though. Driscoll, he has shown in the past uh, that he can – you know, he can make some things happen, you know, he's not, he's, he's not the worst backup quarterback, Mm -hmm. I think, to have, Uh, you know, he has shown the ability to move around with his legs as well, which obviously helps fantasy, so from a DFS perspective, uh, if you're looking for a cheap quarterback, uh, you know, I personally don't think the matchup is great, though, Tampa Bay defense, uh, you know, they're, they're actually, you know, a pretty good defense in terms of their ability to get after the get after the pasture in terms of the players they have in their secondary. Um, and <clears throat> uh, in terms of, you know, all, you know, weapons on the, on the Denver offense, I'm willing to play. Um, Noah Fant, obviously I'm willing to play him, oh, yeah. uh, start him up. Uh, Melvin Gordon, like you said, just based on the volume alone, you have to start him. Um, and then, you know, KJ Hamler, he's just he's like a, like you were saying, he's a stash for me uh, coming into this game. Uh, but then uh, Jerry Judy, I'm not. I don't know if I'm going to take the risk there. Uh, you know, with the rib injury, I know he's the game time decision. I mean, I don't. I just I'm not in love with the matchup, and I'm not in love with uh, you know the rib injury either. So uh, if I could afford to go somewhere else, I will. Um, but And then on the on the Tampa Bay side, uh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, I, I think Brady, like you said, he's back in play. Uh, Fournette is definitely someone that I'm looking to start this week. I, I, Ronald Jones, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe you could flex him, um, but I'm kind of like in wait and see mode with him right. as well. Um, and then it's funny that you say Scotty Miller, man, or Scott, because it has got a good matchup, man. He has a good matchup. The matchup is really good. Uh, it makes a ton of sense. Yeah, I was going to favor Justin
0: Watson if he was playing, but now that he's not, he's back in play, possibly.
1: Yeah, man. Um, he's definitely in play, especially in, in deeper leagues. Uh, if you're playing in a tournament in DFS, he's he's definitely makes a ton of sense. Uh, people are probably going to be off of him because people, everyone was on him last week and, um not everyone, but, but a decent amount of people were on him last week. And so, um yeah, maybe maybe he's in, in that avenue, but um he's he's gotta he's gotta show me that he can get it done first before Word. I trust him again. Word, I'm trust him. <laughs> <laughs> uh anybody else in this matchup, Greg? Uh
0: yeah, no, nah, no fan. Yeah, he's gonna continue to dominate. This is his team as far as, you know, pass catchers, definitely.
1: Yeah, man, absolutely. Um Next matchup we have, we've got the 2-0, this is the Sunday night game, the 2-0 Green Bay Packers traveling to New Orleans to take on the 1-1 New Orleans Saints. Uh, This is a 52.5 point over-under. The um, Saints are three-point favorites. Uh, In terms of injuries, Devontae Adams, star wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers, he is listed as doubtful with a hamstring injury. I'm not I would not look for him to play. Nope. Uh so make your contingency plans right now. Uh star defensive tackle uh Kenny Clark uh is questionable with a groin. Uh safety Darnell Savage is questionable questionable with a groin as well. Um Michael Thomas for the Saints uh star wide receiver, he is uh, out with a high ankle sprain. Uh, and then three members of the Saints defensive line are all questionable to play on Sunday. I I think they will play. Um, But in terms of how I see this matchup breaking down, I'm taking the over here. I'm taking Green Bay to cover. I'm going to take the Saints to win this game. Uh, On the Green Bay side, uh, can Rodgers maintain the hot streak without Devontae Adams? Uh, I'm not sure, uh, but I can't blame you for starting him. I do think (laughs) that we we get a lot of... uh, I think we get a lot of Aaron Jones in this past game, though. Uh, He's second on the team in targets. um, And then obviously with Adams being out, he now leads this team in targets and target share. Uh, Jones leads all players in the NFL with six red zone targets. Um, So Rodgers clearly trusts him, uh, and he trusts him even more once they get down by the goal line. So I expect him to continue his uh, touchdown scoring shenanigans uh, Alvin Kamara, he leads his team in targets and, and I expect that to continue, uh, Traquan Smith, uh, he played well in the game against the Raiders, uh, so I think you can play him in this matchup, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, I know he played terribly last week against the Raiders, but, uh, he played well the week before against Tampa Bay, so I'm not totally giving up on him, but I'm not looking to start him either, um, and then obviously Jared Cook, you are starting him, um. And then Packers wide receivers, I'm on the fence about really trying to start either of them, uh, you know, Emmanuel Sanders or uh, Al Lazard or um, MVS or Marcos Valdez-Scantling. I'm not really looking to start them, but you could start them if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I have the over in this game. I have the Saints covering, um, but I have the Packers winning. Um like you said, yeah, I'm starting Rodgers. I think you can you can do that. I think he's still fine. Wait,
1: how do you have the Saints covering and the Packers oh. winning if oh, the they're, Saints are, are
0: favored? Oh, the, the Saints favored? Oh, man. I thought the Packers were favored for some reason. Well, <laughs> I have the Packers covering and the Packers winning. <laughs> uh, I think you get some Rodgers magic in this one. Uh, no Devontae Adams, so he's going to have to make something happen. Um have the plan be ready for Devontae Adams, like you said, we're having it ready now. I'm no problem in starting Traquan Smith if you were able to get him. Uh he's probably still available in some leagues, so so you can snag him up and start him. Aaron Jones, yeah, RB1, lock it in, carries, targets, receptions, he's gonna lead him. He led him in week two. <clears throat> Wouldn't be surprised if that happened again. Uh and he only played in forty-eight percent of the snaps. So just, just saying that right there, he's gonna get bumping the snaps. That's just a bump in the ultimate production that he's giving you right now. Uh, Jamal Williams, I think he's a deep league, you know, RB3, RB4, uh, especially some standard leagues intrigue because uh, he's going to get be involved. Um, and Lazard and MVS, I think they both get a bump. Uh, I think they're more like low low floor flexes. Um, either one guy could score a touchdown. MVS um, has that boom potential. Um, they seem to get all, every week, So the first two weeks so far, the five to six reception for, you know, about 60 to 80 yards, which is safe. And I, I think you can... Possibly play, you could play them in this game. Um, on the same side, it's Kamara. Uh, it's Treyquan Smith as a high upside flex. And uh, Jared Cook getting over 50% of their team's area odds right now. He's killing. Uh, you got to start him up as a tight end one for sure. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, yeah, I'm, I'm going to wait and see with him. I think you can probably find other good matchups to start as that flex. So that wide receiver three. Uh, but I like Treyquan Smith in this game for sure. All right, yeah. so
1: moving on to the next game, the game of the week, oh, man. Been waiting Night for football. this since last year oh man oh man I, I've been waiting for this rematch but we've got the uh the two and0 Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Baltimore MT Bank Stadium to take on the two and O Baltimore Ravens 54 and a half point over under the Ravens are three and a half point favorites The Ravens, who will be without talented slot cornerback Tavion Young, uh, who he tore his ACL, uh, he will miss the season. Safety Anthony Levine was a limited participant with with an abdomen injury uh, for Kansas City. Uh, Sammy Watkins, he's questionable with a concussion slash neck injury. Uh, And then KC has some defenders at each level of their defense uh, that are questionable for this game. Greg, how do you see this matchup breaking down?
0: Oh, man, this game, I have the over... I have the Ravens covering, but I have the Chiefs winning this game. Um, yeah, this is going to be one of the Wait, games. The, chief,
1: be- the Ravens, are, the Ravens are favored in this game.
0: Uh, the Ravens are favored in this game too. Oh man, Chiefs covering, Chiefs winning the game. So. This is one of those days where you wish we had fans. Like this is the game. Like you, this this stadium is gonna be would have been rocking. It would have been so loud and just everything of this game would have been nice. This is the AFC Championship preview, possibly. Uh, So yeah, this is this is the game for sure. Two of the best quarterbacks in the league going against each other. You're starting all your stars: Mahomes, Clyde, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Um, Sammy Watkins is questionable. You know he might be able to play. He was limited in practice throughout the week. So I would keep an eye on him. I think if he's able to go, I think you you, you could start him as a flex option. Um on the Ravens side, uh, Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, Mark Andrews, uh Hollywood, uh, I think all those guys you gotta they're in play for sure, uh in a high over under game, a lot of opportunities and even JK Domins has some flexing tree, just like Sammy Watkins as far as like a secondary uh, player that you can start, give get you some points to safe floor. Um but yeah, this is gonna be so entertaining. I can't wait, and it's on Monday night, uh, prime time. The last game, you know, this is gonna (laughs) a lot of a lot of weeks are gonna be won or lost on this game right here.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, man, this is gonna be a a great game, great matchup. Like you said, people are gonna need some Monday night miracles. Some matchups are gonna be decided from this game. Um, But in terms of how I see it playing out, I'm taking the over here. I'm taking Baltimore to cover, and I'm taking Baltimore to win. Pretty much, whoever wins this game will go to the Super Bowl. Uh, This game will essentially be the tiebreaker for the number one seed, which is more important than ever uh, with only one bye week now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Greg's pick for the Super Bowl, uh, AFC pick for the Super Bowl was the Chiefs. Mine was the Ravens. That's why he's picking the Chiefs. That's why I'm picking the Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens to win this game. It's been a whole calendar year since these teams faced off last year.
0: Since the Chiefs dominated last year.
1: (laughs) Yo, they dominated him last year for sure. But Lamar Jackson is so much better in week three this year than he was in week three last year. This Ravens defense is so much more improved since then as well. Uh, They didn't have Marcus Peters back then. And now they have him. Now they have uh, Calais Campbell on that defensive line. They've added Derek Wolf to that defensive line. This is a much improved uh, Chiefs or Ravens defense, and this this uh, KC defense is actually a much is actually a worse defense than it was at that time last year. So I expect this Ravens defense to make it hard for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, they won't stop him, but they will contain him. Uh, Mahomes, Clyde, Kelsey, Hill. Uh, You're starting all of them. No questions asked. Those are must-starts. But this KC defense, man, there's no way they're going to stop Lamar in this Ravens offense. So I'm starting Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, Hollywood Brown. I'm comfortable starting both running backs in this one, uh, meaning Ingram and Dobbins. Ingram is an RB2-slash-flex. Dobbins is an RB3-slash-flex. But other than that, uh, get get your popcorn. Your yes, food, sir. your beverage of choice, <laughs> uh, put down, put away everything. Uh, just watch this game on Monday Night Football.
0: Yeah, this is absolutely, absolutely going to be a great game. Um, I, yeah, I can't wait. This is this is going to be so awesome.
1: Uh, you know what I think is even going to be more awesome than that, Greg? Our starts to the week, man. Oh, yeah. Let's Woo! get to the money time. Let's go, money time. Greg, who is your quarterback start of the week, man?
0: Oh man, so I thought it would just be easy to for the people to, to pick Cam, I mean, to pick Russell Wilson or to pick uh, Dak Prescott. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go with Cam Newton versus the Raiders. This offense runs through this man in any game script. He has displayed that he can pass the ball with rhythm and with accuracy last week against Seattle. Uh, he's currently the QB3 in fantasy. Uh, this man is, you know, a combination. He's going to finish in top five uh, with him, with Dak, with Russell Wilson. Uh, you know, you got to trust him. He only has one passing touchdown, and he's the QB3 in fantasy. He's on pace for 32 rushing touchdowns. I mean, I don't think he's going to get that, but that's that's really what it's about for him. Cam Newton's is dominating on both, uh, like, on, on the passing and the, the rushing.
1: I would not be surprised if Belichick tried to get it for him, though, 32. <laughs> It'd be so funny. Um, but... My quarterback start of the week is somebody, I'm calling my shot, man. I think he finishes as the QB one on the week, Ooh. man. Uh, that is Kyler Murray versus the Detroit Lions. Now, I get it. You were starting Kyler Murray. But I, but listen, what I said, QB one on the week. Uh, Detroit, they've given up the 11th most fantasy points to the quarterback position. And most of that was to Mitch Trubisky. They've played Aaron Rodgers who last week who didn't even have to do it to them because Aaron Jones was ripping him up. But now they get Kyler Murray, who's currently the QB4 with back-to-back top five performances. On top of that, you know we talked about how bad this Detroit uh, defense is against the run. Kyler Murray is currently averaging 79 rushing yards per game. That's on pace for 1,264 yards, which would be more than Lamar Jackson ran for last year. So expect that to continue in this game, and with Arizona having the second highest implied team total of the week, you gotta love Kyler Murray this week, man. Start him up.
0: Oh man, yeah, I love call-in shot. That that's a good play, Kyler Murray, man. He's breaking out like you know we we thought he would.
1: Greg, your running back start of the week. <laughs> Who do you got, man?
0: Oh, I got your guy. You know Miles Sanders versus the Bengals. Woo! This is the spot for him. Uh, you know, like we talked about in part one. Running backs averaged 31. I was, you know, I looked into even more 31.5 carries, 177 rushing yards, and 2.5 total touchdowns. That's the running back that's averaging, you know, versus this Bengals defense. Uh, In the first two weeks, it was against two backfields, you know, two 50-50 splits uh, with Kareem Hunt uh, and Nick Chubb, Joshua Kelly, Nick Austin Eckler. Nah, nah, this is this is Miles Sanders. This is the one running back here uh, with the week two opportunity share of 79% of those running back touches. So this is the backfield for him. He should dominate. Uh, and if the Eagles want to win this game, they want to give him the ball. No Jalen Rager. Uh, this is They got to run through him and these tight ends.
1: Uh, I got to love that, man. The dude had 27 opportunities last week. If he gets anything close to that in this game, he should dominate, man. Love that call. My running back start of the week, I'm going Kenyon Drake. That's right. I'm stacking my quarterback, running, my quarterback start of the week with well, my running back start of the week. But Kenyon Drake, man, he's in a nice get-right get, get right spot right here, man. Going against Detroit, he's giving up the fourth-most points to the running back position. Uh, they've given up the second-most rushing yards to the position, and they're actually giving up almost seven yards a carry as a defense. <laughs> uh, so this would be a nice bounce-back spot for Kenyon Drake, uh, who you know who gets these light boxes but uh, because of these you know 3 4 wide receiver sets that uh that uh head coach uh uh Cliff Kingsbury likes to run gives gives Kenny and Drake a lot of light boxes man and so expect his uh 4.1 yards per carry to see a, now, a, a nice a nice uh a nice boom in this game so he can make good on that first and second round draft capital that you spent back in early September man
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Greg, your wide receiver start of the week, you've alluded to it. Let me hear it, man. What do, what do you got, bro?
0: Oh yeah, not, not not to go to the wide receivers, but I got a lamb, I got C D Lamb going against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, six for 106 last week in Week 2. Nine targets, which was tied for second on the team. A very favorable matchup in that slot position. Seattle gives up 20.9 fantasy points to the slot receiver. CeeDee Lamb is number one in slot snaps. It just matches up too perfect for this guy to dominate the highest over-under game of the week. Oh, man, it's it's got to happen. CeeDee Lamb, it, you know, we told you to get him before last week. Uh, it, it's over now. It's, it's, his price is just through the roof. It's Tesla right now. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, no, nah, you're not gonna be able to afford C. D. Lamb anymore. Uh, the price is going through the roof. Greg, you know, I was I I I'm I kid you not, man. I was typing up CeeDee Lamb as my start of the <laughs> week. And then I was like, uh, let me pivot. Let me go in another direction. So you know where I mm-hmm. went? Tyler Lockett, brother. Okay. Tyler Lockett for the Dallas uh for the Seattle Seahawks going against the Dallas Cowboys. You know, CeeDee plays this slot for Dallas, but Tyler Lockett plays the slot. Uh, for Seattle and I, you know, obviously Metcalf, he's getting all the love right now leading the team in receiving second on the team in, in touchdown receptions, but Lockett leads this team in targets 27% target share 14th at the wide receiver position. Like I said before, he's caught 15 of 16 targets. The guy is just a stud and he's got an advantageous matchup here against slot cornerback Jordan Lewis of Dallas. And with a game like this in a high total, I'm expecting Lockett to have a big day, man.
0: Oh yeah, gotta love that one. Gotta love everyone. In that game, that game is gonna be awesome. Greg, who is your tight end start of the week, man? Uh, is it is it possible to do a, a same stream and start of the week? And, and have you done that before?
1: I don't think we've ever done it. Actually, I think you might have done it uh, against Arizona, mm. possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, knowing you, it's definitely possible.
0: Uh, I mean I, I really like this Drew Sample matchup against the Eagles, man. I really do. Uh but you know, as my honorable mention, I'm going with John o. Smith versus the Vikings. Uh, you know, this guy mm. is dominating. As AJ Brown is still not in. As long as AJ Brown's not in, even if he isn't, they're gonna run through John o. Smith uh, as for getting down fooled. So I think in the in the matchup where Tannehill's hot. Uh, in a matchup where I have Tennessee winning, uh, John o. Smith should c- to con- to continue to be involved and dominant and still get a touchdown, I think in this one, but yeah, drew sample as well. This man is prime for, I think a good spot here against the Eagles against a fav- very favorable matchup. Uh, the Eagles are giving it up against it to the tight end position.
1: Oh man. I like both of those guys, man. Uh, I tried to, I tried to trade for Johnny Smith in, in some leagues cause a lot of people have him as a backup tight end. Couldn't get any bites. Um, but my tight end start of the week, actually, then I'm actually starting Drew Sample in the in, in league. So, shout out to you, Greg. Yes, sir. Um, but my tight end start of the week, uh, hopefully we're not trying to curse one another here, Greg, because my running back of the League of Extraordinary People, uh, you picked him mm-hmm. as your start of the week. And your tight end in the League of Extraordinary People, I'm picking him as my tight end start of the week. Uh, that's what, right. I'm talking about Logan Thomas. He's third at the position in target share, 27%, which is one of, he's only one of three tight ends with a target share that high. Uh, Cleveland is the worst team in terms of fantasy points given up to the tight end position. Uh, We saw how many targets they gave up uh, they allowed to Cincinnati. Uh, And so with with such a high rate of targets, the math says that Logan Thomas is a great play this week. And so you start him up Um, But you you talked about honorable mentions, Greg. I forgot to mention my honorable mention start of the week at the running back position because I just want you all out there listening to have confidence in this man. Joshua Kelly, my honorable mention running back start of the week. Start that man up.
0: Oh, man. Oh, man. Hopefully, Eckler also has a good day with that. You know, you can start him up, too. But, yeah, the Joshua Kelly, just a guy, yeah, could have been a league winner for some people in in, in these leagues.
1: Yeah, I mean, people are going to start Austin Eckler. You drafted him in the first second round. You're starting Austin Eckler. People have just picked up Josh Kelly, Joshua Kelly off waivers this week, or maybe some you know drafted him in in the lat with the last pick of their draft. Um, but you know they don't have a lot of confidence in a guy like Joshua Kelly. Start Joshua Kelly. Yes, sir. Um. All right. Next up, man. It's time to it's time to play some get money and Let's go. I just have to re- I just have to make sure. That I lock Please. up my my I lock my lineup in because last week if, for y'all out there that are listening that don't know, uh, Greg and I usually make a dummy lineup in the week, um, and then you know we'll try to make a lineup that is that lineup, but you know as you know we can only choose one player, uh, we can only cho- each of us can only choose uh, we can't choose the same player. Right basically. So we can't duplicate players and so uh I we have to adjust if one of us takes a player that the other one took. And I didn't save my lineup after uh, after we, we drafted and and, and aired. So um, I'll make sure to do that this time. Greg, I believe you have the first pick this I do, time. I, do. I had the first pick last week. So for as we play some get money, Greg, who is the first pick that you are taking?
0: I am taking Miles Sanders as that RB uh, RB one. I'm um, putting him in the spot, so I'm taking him as my first pick. He's 7400, which is a great price. Still uh, going against Cincinnati. My start of the week. Lock it in.
1: Ooh, okay. I like I like that one a lot. Um, just bear with me. My uh, it's taking me a, a while to get to my FanDuel. <laughs> Oh, man, I didn't even realize that I had Miles Sanders in here, so that kind Ooh, of Oh, God, I took him first. <laughs> All right, so um, pivot to that later. But I'm going to actually go with my running back start of the week. I'm going with Kenyon Drake, uh, 6,500. Like I said, he's got this matchup against Detroit. Got to go with Kenyon Drake there.
0: Nice, nice, nice. I like that. Uh, I'm going for my other running back. I'm going to lock it in. I'm going heavy. I'm going Zeke, $9,000. Cash it in. Uh, this man is going to dominate, as we know Zeke is. By the, well, we talked about it as the, one of the guys you would take at the top of your draft pick if you were to draft today. So lock in Zeke, nine thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, man. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I know that this this man is on your radar, so I'm just gonna take him now. I'm <laughs> gonna go with Ceedee Lamb, uh, wide receiver, going up against Dallas. He's fifty six hundred. Uh, So I'm I'm starting him.
0: Yeah, that was nice. That probably would have been my next pick. So I'm you know I'm I'm a pivot from that. But uh, as my first receiver, I'm gonna take Allen Robinson, uh, 6900. This has got to be this is it. This is (laughs) we kept saying all week. This has to be the. Has to be it. Um, You know he's he's priced very low because you know the first two weeks haven't been that good. uh, But he had a great matchup against one of the worst um, pass defenses in the league and in the higher over under
1: game. No, totally agree on that one. I'm going to go into the same game. I'm going to go with Calvin Ridley. Uh he is the wide receiver one right now in fantasy. Julio Jones is banged up. Uh so that could be even more targets uh for Calvin Ridley especially in a game. I'm picking I'm picking Atlanta to lose. So um you know there that's more high leverage targets for Calvin Ridley who's $8,000 on FanDuel so uh, Greg, who, who's your next pick, man?
0: Uh, my next pick, I'm going to go with... Hmm, still trying to figure out who to replace with C.D. Lamb, but I'm going to go with JT in the flex, 6,700, Jonathan Taylor, mm-hmm. going against the Jets. Come on, man. This is mm-hmm. this is the JT show.
1: I like that one there. Uh, I'm going to lock in this this cheap volume here. Uh, right now, I'm going to go with... Uh, actually, no, I'm not going to do that because you, you can't do that. So, I'm going to go tight end here, actually. I'm going to go Logan Thomas. Uh, he's 4900 uh, That's going to allow me to unlock some things here, getting a tight end with a 27% target share in the best matchup at 4900 Ooh,
0: I like that uh, for sure. In my other wide receiver position... I'm gonna go Keenan Allen. Uh I like him uh being attached to Justin Herbert. He's seventy one hundred. Uh as my third, you know, second receiver, uh going against the Carolina Panthers, uh, who give it up to the wide receiver position. I think they lean on him a little bit uh without CMC. Uh give it to Keenan Allen, lock it in, you can start him with confidence.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go with my next uh my next wide receiver. I'm gonna go DeAndre Hopkins here, eighty five hundred um, yeah, I mean, like we said, this, this offense uh, for Arizona is going to run through three people. And so, uh, with that being said, why not get the, I've already got the running back. Why not get the, the star receiver in this one as well? So
0: absolutely. In D-hop. Yeah. I, I like that. D hop. Got to get some juice in that lineup. Uh, I'm going to go with juice at quarterback and I'm going to take Dak Prescott. Uh, he's 8,500 as my quarterback. I got the Dak in the Zeke stack. Uh, I want as much as this game as possible.
1: Yeah, no, I like that one. With my next pick at running back, I'm going to go with Joshua Kelly, 5,900. Talked about the matchup here with Carolina. He's my uh, honorable mention running back start of the week. And, yeah, just absolutely love everything about this matchup right here.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, definitely got to go with him. Uh, Drew Sample is going to be my tight end. I've um, been talking about him all week, uh, talking about him as a, a top waiver wire ad. Um, his percentage is still low, so you can still go get him. Um, he's going against Philly in a great matchup, um, 4800 super cheap. Joe Burrow is going to rely on him. Uh, yeah, pull him in, start him up.
1: Oh, man. Um... So I'm in a little bit of a pickle because you took Miles Sanders from me. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to move some things around. So I'm gonna go. I was initially gonna take the Indianapolis Colts as my defense, um, but instead I'm gonna go with instead I'm gonna go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. Oh man!
0: Defense. Oh man! That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> who I'm You're all start, time, of course I'm starting him against you and in, in the league of surena people I'm starting him in a, like a couple other leagues actually yeah this is a good matchup for them i'm gonna have to pivot now for defense uh I'm gonna just go with the Cleveland Browns uh call of the day 3900 versus the washington football team uh low volume offense you know they won't be able to really struggle to move the ball it's a good really good rush defense so I think they're able to get again some sacks and maybe a pick
1: yeah, I like that one. Um, because of the money that I saved uh, from going from the Indianapolis Colts down to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, that actually ended up saving me $1,000. And with that money, I'm going to be able to go from who I, I wanted to go with, Miles Sanders, but I'm going to be able to go up and get Derrick Henry. So, <laughs> the t- the touchdown weeks. game, the, it's it's gotta be coming, man. It's Please, it's gotta come. To. So this 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 is the week. Um, so that's my that's my running back. So he's eighty two hundred. Greg, you have one spot to fill if I'm I not do. mistaken.
0: The wide receiver Tight position. Ends.
1: Oh, the wide receiver position. Uh you took, uh, you took C D land time. for
0: me, so I've been searching the whole time. I'ma just, you know, go with Michael Gallup, go with that boom play. Uh see if it happens in this game. Fifty seven hundred, he's cheap. Uh yeah, and this is a good leverage play and yeah, I'm going with him. That's my last spot.
1: Oh man, that's a great leverage play. And I was trying to sit here and play coy for my last quarter, for my last spot. This is the quarterback position. I was nervous that you were going to pull the trigger. Once I saw you take Dak, I knew that my plan would be complete. <laughs> I'm going with Kyler, Kyler Murray, 8400. That is right. I've stacked Kyler Murray with DeAndre Hopkins and Kenyon and Drake. I'm going all in chips to the middle of the table on this Arizona offense. That's um, funny
0: because I'm going all in on the Cowboys'
1: offense with Dak, Zeke, and Michael Gallup. <laughs> there we go, and Michael Gallup. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's let's go through our rosters. Uh, so, Greg, you had the first pick, so why don't you run through your roster really quick?
0: Uh, yep. Uh, I took Miles Sanders with that first pick at 7,400. Uh, I have Dak Prescott as my quarterback at 8,500. Uh, Zeke Elliott, 9,000 as my RB1 or RB2, how you want to look at it, because Miles Sanders is about to eat. Allen Robinson as my wide receiver one at 6,900. Michael Gallup as my second wide receiver at 5,700. And Keenan Allen as my third at 7,100 going against the Chargers, I mean against Carolina. Drew Sample at my tight end, 4,800, super cheap. Flex, the JT show, Jonathan Taylor at 6,700. And Cleveland Browns as my defense at 3,900.
1: Yeah, man, it sounds like a good squad, uh, but oh. I'll, 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 li- I'll list a better one for you. Uh, <laughs> I've, got, I've got at quarterback Kyler Murray, 8,400, uh, at running back, I've got Derrick Henry, 8,200, uh, going up against Minnesota in this wonderful matchup. Uh, next up I've got at my other running back spot, I've got Joshua Kelly, uh, uh, fifty nine hundred going up against Carolina at wide receiver. I've got Calvin Ridley going up against Chicago at uh, my second wide receiver. I've got DeAndre Hopkins going up against uh Detroit. Uh, so you know, got the stack there between Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins, and then. Uh, wide receiver three, I'm going with CD Lamb against Seattle, 5,600. Uh, my tight end, I'm going with Logan Thomas against uh, Cleveland. And then my flex spot, I'm going with Kenyon Drake. Uh, you know, get, so getting the triple stack going in, going all in on that Arizona offense. And then for my defense, I'm going with Tampa Bay, uh, 3,800. Kenyon Drake was 6,500, if I didn't mention that, but.
0: Oh, yeah. I uh, like that, man. Uh, got matchup here. Got some couple of people you playing that I'm starting against you. Uh, this is our fourth fantasy matchup in a league in like three weeks, which is wild, honestly. I yeah. know the schedules yeah. in all these leagues are, seem like they're coordinating with each other <laughs> to pull for us to play each other. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is exciting.
1: Yeah, and I actually clicked save this time. There so, we go. Um, there we go. So, we're definitely, definitely in the clear to make sure that. You know, there's no mishaps like last week. Absolutely. All right, man. So uh, that wraps it up for, for part two. Um, you know, if you haven't heard part one, again, go back and listen to that. But, again, hope you enjoyed it. And, yes, again, DFS Rundown Week 3. Come back for that tomorrow. Uh, again, I will try to get that out as soon as I possibly can. Um, but in the meantime, everyone... Enjoy this slate slated games. Enjoy Monday Night Football especially. Uh, that game's going to be good. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, again, try to get a win. But, you know, whatever happens, we'll come back on, on uh, Monday, Tuesday, and we hit the waiver wire, and we go back to work. But, uh, everyone, good luck this weekend. And enjoy enjoy all your games. Enjoy the time with the family have a good one and we are out
0: ya yeah.